best not miss. Well, I'm a bunch of little crowd playing motherfucker, motherfucker. Welcome to the Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Welcome to the Party Pal is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out all their podcast offerings, all their live events, everything they got going on over at OsirisPod.com. I am one of your hosts, Michael Shields. Want to wish you a happy holiday season and a happy new year. This is going to be our final episode of the year, and it's our annual television celebration where me and Ryan O'Connell... One of our hosts here is uh, pick our 10 best television shows of 2023. Before we dive in, just want to say thank you to all the listeners out there. We appreciate your support. Got nothing but love for you. Thank you for all the hosts uh, that are part of the show. And really looking forward to bringing you more content and uh, television and film talk in 2024. So let's dig in. Like I said, got Ryan with me. Ryan O'Connell on Twitter is Ryan O'Connell. 79, one of my favorite Twitter follows for pop culture content. Let's get right into it. Brian, it is that time of year again. I'm really, really excited for this uh, episode. I love this annual rundown we do here. Welcome back to the party. Thank you very much. Very happy to be here. Good, good. So I think we need to give uh, just a little hat tip. Um, we're doing our top 10 list here, um, 10 down to one in that order. Um, but I know... There's a bunch of stuff, a bunch of shows and events, television events that, that are going to be left off this top 10 that that's kind of a dagger to not to not properly celebrate because that's what this is, a celebration here. Um, <laughs> so I'd love to hear just some honorable mentions um, before we really get into this top 10, some some shows that really meant a lot to you in uh, 2023. Yes. Um, top Chef All-Stars. Yes. Just the show just keeps on chugging. I'm sorry Padma's leaving. Yep. But I think they'll be fine. Um, they also had two of the chefs on the show, Amir and Ali. Yeah. Were just like my favorite two people of 2023. Mm-hmm. The two of them together playing off each other. Yeah. It was great. It's just that show's just awesome how they yeah. keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, on the food tip, Jose Andreas and family in Spain. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, that guy, is, he's an American. He's a worldwide, he's an international hero. He is. He, and he's also just a delightful dude. Absolutely. And it's so yeah. much fun. And it's basically like the concept is basically he's just gallivanting around Spain with his daughters, mm-hmm. which as you as a dad of a daughter, to me, it's like, it's like a dad dream. Yeah. He's basically like showing them his passions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what uh, I love. This is where yeah. I came from. Like, this is all like you can tell your kids like I can talk to my daughters on for hours on end, much as they don't want to hear it yeah. about the shit I like. Mm-hmm. But to be able to like then like walk them through it and be yeah. like, no, this like so that's what I like about it. And mm-hmm. also the fact that Stanley Tucci had me wanting to go to Italy. Yeah. I, I now want to go to Spain. Yeah. Apologies to Italy. I've moved yep. on. Yep. Um, I've been to both and I think I'm going to go back to Spain next. Uh, just I eating ju- through Spain was just one of the greatest joys of my entire life. It just looks like so much fun. And yeah. like Andreas is such a fun like tour guide. Yeah. Whereas it's just, it's a very nice show. I like it. Yeah. I just, I just heard him on a smart list episode, that podcast. He's hilarious too. I mean, he was quick witted. He's just, he's just a cool dude. 
he, not yeah, only he's, a hero. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a fun guy. They get a little drunk sometimes, which yeah. is just kind of entertaining. Like, uh-huh. um, it's a good show. Yep. Uh, then I also got, I, it, this is more like a, a career recognition for mm. always, always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Because just the fact that those guys are still doing that show. What season are we on? I think it's 16. It's unbelievable. And the fact that like, we're like, you know, Charlie's doing movies. Dennis yeah. is doing all kinds of stuff. Rob is owning a soccer team, yeah. but then they'll still come back. And I mean, this season Guido's was on Broadway right now. He's on yeah, stage. Right now. Like yeah. they're great. But like this season wasn't great. I mean, yeah. the first episode I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. This whole thing with like inflatable furniture and just like, it was just, it was great. You know, they were talking about inflation and somehow they're using inflatable furniture. <laughs> but just, I think I just appreciate that they just keep coming back and doing nine or 10 episodes. Yeah. 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 It's a gift. They're giving us yeah. a gift. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to. They do not have to. No, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> they're we're, good. We are totally good. Like, I'm good with the random reruns, all that yeah. stuff, but that's yeah. great. Yep. Um, and then the last one is uh, Late Night with Seth Myers. Oh, cool. Nice. Because. I think I realized what I missed most during the strike was uh, a closer look. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, di- I didn't know what was going on in the world. I didn't yep. know how to feel about things. Because yep. um, it reminds me of when Jon Stewart was on The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. The first 15 minutes of The Daily Show yep. were like required viewing. Because it just helped you process the news. Absolutely. Like how what, a, what a great way to take it in, too, with the committee. I was a huge, yeah. I really, I had a hard time with Trevor Noah leaving The Daily Show. I was, I was, I was, I was daily pretty much. I listened to the podcast one, but I know exactly what you're saying here. Yeah. Means and a lot. Just, like, just a way to, like, I don't know. Like, we alluded to this earlier 2024 is going to be yeah. a dumpster fire. <laughs> things, th- things are not, t- things are a little tumultuous. Yeah. So the fact that you can have someone talk you through it in a funny way, laugh yeah. at it, like share your frustrations and your grievances. Like I just, I really missed that. And I was so excited. It came back and just like, fantastic. Definitely. It's, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It was even tough. It was, um, I remember when they were trying to do it from home. I'm, I'm like, I was remember Fallon doing it from home. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like, this is sad. This is tough. And like, kind yeah. of like getting that, getting that back for multiple reasons is, is huge. Uh, I listed five. I'll rip through them real quick because I'm excited to get to the top 10. Uh, somebody somewhere on HBO, the, the heart in that oh. show really, really gets me. It's a really, really sweet show. Perry Mason, another HBO show. Um, I'm just, I'm still upset about the loss of it. I really thought they were building something that could have been, could have been, um, the production is amazing. The acting was good. The storylines are great. I thought that could have gone on for a long, long time. That was canceled. Uh, I loved Loki. That's number three. I thought that was good. I saw, we did an episode on that and, um, you know, I do see a lot of critiques and people who didn't love it. I am not one of them. I really, really enjoyed it. This is something I don't know if you watch this, Ryan, because um, a lot of people don't have Paramount Plus uh, Gold on Paramount Plus. I don't know what it's that is. really, really good. It's um, kind of like um, it's like a crime thriller. It's about a real thing that happened in Britain um, about this big um, shipment of gold being stolen, and it's really, really cool. It's 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 it was it was actually wonderful. The um, the dad in Paddington. He's also in um, I can't think of his name right now, but he's also in uh, Downton. Down, he's got a main role in it, and just the whole ensemble cast is fantastic. 
And my number one honorable mention is the NBA in-season tournament to take a page out of your book. I know you you gave some sports, some love in our year and uh, kind of breakdown last year. I loved it. I thought it was a huge success. I've kind of, I've steered away from some other sports. I don't watch football like I used to. I watch less baseball, even though I love it. I still love basketball a whole lot. And um, this really gave a reason to watch the NBA early, early in the year. And I thought the, the players seemed to love it. They seemed to be really, really, really into it. Um, I got a lot of joy out of it. It was, it was a fun way to start the season. How did you feel about the courts? They were, I, I thought they were aggressive. I just, I do, <laughs> I do aggressive. understand the way, I mean, I like the fact that they did delineate it. When you tuned into one of those games, there was something different and that they, yeah. you know, I think it was almost a little confusing um, to kind of a casual fan that they were doing it on Tuesdays and Fridays and like the court would would tip you off. But if they found a way, you know, I think they should rename it. Maybe like the NBA Cup would be fun. I think if they did just like every weekend games were those games, something like that, they could fine tune it. Uh, The courts were a lot to take in, but there was some good, good basketball. And, you know, when do you see like some of the teams that might not have a shot down the stretch. Like, who knows? I don't think the Pacers would have a real, real shot at the title, but they had a real yeah. shot at this. So did the Pelicans. And that's, that, that's a lot of fun. So those are some ones I just want to give a little love to. Let's get into the main event here. Ryan, you want to kick us off? Number 10? Yes. Um, I wrestled with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I landed on Righteous Gemstone. Okay, great. It's fucking and, fabulous. Um, I had been in and out on the show for a while. Have you? And the- just because I like, I don't know, I, there's something weird. I couldn't really get into it, but I wanted to get into it. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately what it is is Danny McBride. Yeah. Like, without fail, there would be one moment per episode where mm-hmm. he did something that was the hardest I laughed for that yeah. week. Yeah. Like, without <laughs> fail. There was just one thing. I could. It was, like, so reliable. There was just one thing he would do. He'd either yeah. say it or he'd, like, some motion or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'd be the hardest I'd laugh yeah. for an entire week. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just, I just appreciate it. It's fun. Like you just have to like be in the right mindset to kind of sure. watch it. Definitely. Um, but I like it. I like what they're going to keep going with it. Yeah. I think Walter, Walton Goggins on, on Baby Billy. Yeah. It's just. Like, what a, unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I've said this before. I like when you see performers just having fun. Yep. And he just looks like he's having the time of his life. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I couldn't I can agree. I can agree more. I just saw today that it is um it is now Danny McBride's um number one watch shows. I think it just Eastbound and Down was holding that down for a little bit and now Righteous Gemstone has that number. I got some things to say about it in a little bit, but I get we get okay. further down further down the list. It's such a great, great show. I one of my favorite comedies of of the year. Um now my number ten was Beef. That that's the next Netflix show. Um, you mentioned uh, just earlier that things are a little tumultuous. A lot of the frustration resonating in America is really felt in the show. It's um, I saw someone, um, uh, Richard Roper, I think his name is, Chicago Sun-Times. He described it as falling down and changing lanes with a little bit of White Lotus because it's a weird show. There's surrealism. It's, um, I don't know, the acting was just fantastic. Steven and Natalie Wong were just fan, just amazing. Uh, Steven uh, Young in particular, the escalation as their feud. Did you watch it? No, I think I started watching it yep. one where I was like traveling and then it was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to keep watching this. But then yeah. it so I'm sure you, you, know, you know the premise kind of started yeah. as kind of some road rage. Just the escalation of them going back and forth 
was was just it was just they they took it they really went for it they took it um to some really really crazy places but the whole time you had some weird empathy for the characters even when they were doing some really really messed up things it i i'm not going to say it because you haven't seen it yet. and I, I do recommend it obviously being on this list it's a great great finish they had a great cool finish they, they brought it home in a major way so Beef. Is it just is it just one season? It, I, it's I don't know that it. I think I saw talk. Uh, it definitely works as that. It just it feels yeah. like that. But I think I'm seeing talks that they are um, uh, the showrunner uh, Lee Sung um, Jin. I believe it is. He's working on something. So I think I think it might be back. I think it was a success. I'm seeing it. It's got a lot of critical acclaim. It's it's. I'm not the only one with it yeah. on my list for sure. Yeah, that's uh, true. Cool. I'll I'll roll right into my number nine. It's Poker Face, and that is uh, what is that? Is that Hulu? That that's Peacock, right? Peacock, yeah. Yep, it's Peacock. So, I I find it interesting that I really really like this show. Um, I mean Natasha's great, and obviously Ryan Johnson writes some really cool stories. But I've had this weird aversion to kind of episodic television. Once I once HBO is like Steam, you know, uh, just that that wave of amazing uh television kind of came my way anything that was um just episodic with the beginning middle end and stuff that you'd see on like the regular cable channels just kind of i had an aversion to you know kind of looking down my nose at it in certain ways because you know this thing and i just didn't think something's changing in me a little bit where of course i really like they have a through line for the whole story but i did love that each stood on its own there was it was a case of the week type Mm -hmm. show and they did have a beginning, middle, and an end, and um, just this—it just each episode it was so unique in its conceit. Um, the casting was amazing. There was a, a episode that was great called Night Shift with John Ratzenberger. He was from Cheers. Um, uh, that time of the Monkey was another one with Judith Light, who was crazy good. And Nick Nolte had an episode where he was just—you know—he was—he got to be yeah. full Nick Nolte. I thought I think it's just a fun thing. I'm excited to see see the show moving forward and who they bring in because they do they cast impeccably. Anyone wants to work with Ryan, um, yeah. it's a cool. It's just fun. I just thought it was really really fun and enjoyed yeah. it. I'm excited that it's coming back for season two. Yeah, absolutely. Number nine, Ryan. Number nine. I don't have as many wild cards this year as I did yeah. last year, and I did, yeah. but I think this might is probably my first. Uh-huh. Um the Nate Bargatze episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. I watched I watched the skit with him um, as George Washington. Was he George Washington? Yeah. I watch that all the time. It's hilarious. That, that, is, that sketch, I think, is probably the best thing SNL's done in years. Yeah. Um, but I just, he was, Bargatze as a comedian was like a revelation for me this year. Oh, cool. Like, because I, I discovered him this year. And next mm-hmm. thing I know, like, my Instagram feed is just all very close <laughs> with him. Like, it's. Somehow it, it just figured it out. They're like, you want this? I'm going to give it to you. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just love his comedy. I love it. He's so like deadpan and so deadpan. You know, like the family stuff he talks about. You're like, mm-hmm. I, get, I get that. It sounds yep. great. So I was pumped when he was hosting. I thought his monologue was just funny. Just yeah. awesome. Like yeah. I, I've heard books are the key to smart. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the Washington sketch. There's like another one like Lake Beach. Mm-hmm. which was like a new yeah. musical one the mm-hmm. cooking show one was hilarious that was good that was good um and then on top of it you had the Foo fighters performing yeah. yep. which i think that was 
from a music standpoint was like one of the fun stories of the year. Yeah. The fact yeah. that the Foo Fighters came back. So it was like great. I just as a whole, I really enjoyed it. The Washington yep. sketch, I've watched it several times. Um, an addendum. They I don't think they were in this episode, but the please don't destroy guys yeah. on SNL yep. are just killing it. A- a- almost everyone is just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. They're just so creative. I don't know. Yep. Did you watch their movie? No, no. Highly recommend it. Okay, cool. It's like 80 minutes and it's just totally like just old school fun humor. Okay. I mean, like, totally the answer like, to that like, question is they have a movie. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, exactly. I didn't know. Thank you. Um, but it's just, I think it's on Peacock. It's just low stakes. It's just Great. funny. Those guys, like they just keep just crushing it. And I just, that's, that's my number nine. They're so inventive. I love the way they work so individually with each guest. Yeah. And you, you never know what's going to come out of this. I mean, obvious, intense self-deprivation depri- in their humor. It's just, it's just, they're killing it. Absolutely. Did yeah. how, When did you know about Nate? Because Nate kind of came on the scene to me around that episode. And I realized, I'm like, oh my God, look at his fan base. Like, I, 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 was, I was in the dark there. I think it's, I think I saw, there was like a clip, a bit of his, where it was like, it was, he, had his, he has a thing where he's like going out in your 20s. You're like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's go for it. Going out mm-hmm. in your 30s. You're like, oh, cool. Oh, I don't know. Like, is it going to be loud? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my own car. Yep. And then, like, going out in your 40s, it's like, I'm mad you would even ask me. <laughs> I don't. I think <laughs> that was what I saw. And that was like, it just like, that hit me. That was great. And I think it just kind of went from there. So it was at some point, but it's crazy because then if like you follow him and stuff like that, he's been around for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also gone over a little bit of a makeover. So his mm-hmm. early stuff, like he's like kind of chubbier and like yep. his hair is different and he's yeah. definitely glammed up some. Good for yep. him. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know when it was, but then it was like, oh shit, he's got all these stand-up specials. Uh-huh. Watching that, and now he's like everywhere, and it's like I think he's great. I think he's. Hilarious. I love that bit about being just even bad at your friends for even asking you and putting you in a he's- position to have to say no to going out or to going out. Yeah, like that bit is. Uh, I mean, you can find it. It's it's just hilarious. Like it's like I'm even mad that you asked me to go. Out. <laughs> oh, Ryan, I love that pick. That's a yeah. cool pick at number eight. Let's let's keep you going. Let's keep the momentum. Number eight. What do you have? Um, I have a tie. Oh fuck! I didn't know that was allowed. <laughs> well, no, they work as a tie because okay. I feel like they're cousins, okay, or oh, they're, cool. or, or they're siblings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Ted Lasso and Trinket. Cool. My they are. They are. They are related. That, that yeah, makes they sense. are related because it's both Bill Lawrence and then Brett Goldstein did Shrinking. Yeah. And he, yep. um, uh, Ray. What was his character's name in Ted Lasso? Oh, I know you're talking about the, 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 the kind of angry guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't, no, I can't remember. But, no, um, either way, Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. obviously the season was not awesome. Like it had yeah. its It's not on my list, but I'm glad it's on yours. I'm glad we're talking about it. It's the reason why I put it on my list is because when I'm thinking about it in retrospect, yep. the finale I thought was good, yep. about how they brought it home. I, I still loved everything about the, uh, oh, Roy Kent, that was his name. Okay, nice um, book. Yeah, I knew it would come to that. We were uh, slack. You should know Roy Kent. <laughs> There's a lot of names to remember in this episode. <laughs> I know. But no, this with Ted Lasso, the one constant was everything involving the team, I thought was still great. Yeah. yeah. It was everything else outside of that, and I feel is where they lost their way. No question. So, but yeah. like, if I think back of it fondly, like, like the moment 
of uh Sam has his restaurant and it gets trashed because he like makes some like political statement and how yeah. the team comes back and like fixes it up for him. I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about and it. And the teams get together when the cavalry is brought together in anything. Yeah. Uh, it gets me. I mean that trick works on me every time. Yeah. So it's like I think if thinking about it, it's like if anything that's in the rear view, you pick and mm. choose how yeah. you want to remember it. I'm mm. gonna think about it fondly. And yeah. then shrinking, which I was kind of didn't really get to initially because I was like, ah, it just seems like it's Ted Lasso, yep. which I mean, it is, but it's yeah. a little different. I, I had a smile on my face so many times totally. watching it. And I feel like that's a little bit of a through line thematically with my mm-hmm. picks yep. <laughs> is that like a lot of this stuff is like stuff that just like made me happy to watch. Like totally. there was so many episodes in shrinking where you had that same feeling of like, ah, fucking right, man. Yep. Like you have with Ted Lasso. And so, mm. um, those no, are, that's my one-two punch at eight. I like that. I mean, I, I I think I steer towards. I watch a lot of heavy stuff, as you'll as we'll see when we get deeper into this list. But I would steer towards. I need simultaneously. I think we both talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, kind of just that comedy, you know, just that that more and more. I I, I look for something, and that's kind. Of, isn't that the point this of entertainment? Just you said, just to make you know they make yeah. me happy, and that that yeah. is. But I mean, obviously, there's other points to make you think to you know oh, so yeah. whatever. But it's just more and more you know at the end of the day and you know with whatever's going on in the world when you can sit down and someone can make you happy that's that's special it really yeah. is you need a lifestyle about balance you know? <laughs> it's, so, it's like right now some nights you're gonna watch fargo this yep. isn't super intense or some nights yeah. you're gonna watch uh, jose andreas get drunk yep. in spain absolutely i did catching fargo i don't know if it's on your list i just i left it off because it's not done i there's a yeah. chance that that could end up you know, it would be, could be in my top three. I'm loving it so, so much so far, but it just, yeah. it just, it's just too early to, it's, it's happening now. You know, it's on them. Yeah. Um, they, they, they came out this time of year. They, they knew they weren't going to get on the list. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah. No, this is all like looking in the rear view, which is that's like present tense. So absolutely. I, I agree with you. So number eight, what I did is I kind of, um, you know, I, I'm sure you're aware from some of our conversations, some of the episodes I've done. I like I like me some sci-fi as some uh, escapism. It really, really gets me along with the comedy. And so there was a bunch that I thought of. I did like Loki. I liked Silo a lot. Black Mirror had a fun season. I liked the Star Trek's Brave New Worlds was fantastic. Picard was good. Extrapolations was a real cool one. Um, that's kind of the Apple TV one that that did different episodes, kind of envisioning what the world would be like once climate change is affecting it. Something I I discuss a lot um, and think about a lot. So that was kind of a very unique thing. But I went with to take kind of my sci-fi spot. Spot at number eight, it's something called Fo- Foundation. It's uh, from Isaac Asimov stories. It's just it's wild. It's the what they're pulling off in it is kind of amazing to me. It's 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 got Game of Thrones level scope. It is just just far reaching across the universe. The amount of you know different storylines interweaving the different characters, the different worlds. But it still it makes sense. It's it's got rhythm, good pacing at this point. The second season is way better than the um, than the first. Uh, it looks amazing sci fi sci fi wise, and it does. It takes you. Um, you get this kind of scope from like the royals, the people kind of you know, masters of their universe, yeah. all the way down to like, you know, the blue collar workers and stuff. The scope really blows my mind. I love um Jared Harris is one of the main characters in oh, it. Oh, I like him. He's, he's cool, good. Cool. 
He's good. He's uh, you know, Chernobyl. You'll know him from Mad Men. You'll know him from, and also your boy Clark Peters is in it as well uh, from The Wire. He's 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 fantastic. So for for my sci-fi uh, uh, nerds out there in the world, if you haven't seen Foundation, get Which right on it. What is that on? It's uh, it's it is it is Apple TV, I believe. You know, that's one thing I was thinking about. You know, you think about what this year, um, you know, different, what different, how you watch TV, what you watch on TV as you look back on something like this. And, you know, I think I'm kind of starting to get more used to what things I go to to stream different things. Where do I go for my mindlessness? You know, Netflix yeah, yeah. is right away. Where do I go for my comedy? And one thing I've, I noticed myself going to and, and kind of needing more. Uh, is Apple TV. Like when I travel now and I've been traveling a bunch for work, yeah. uh, kind of unfortunately, is is I go to these TVs don't have Apple TV on it. You know, you got to your yeah. laptop. And I just keep going to it more and more. You know, Lasso was there. I've been watching For All Mankind. Um, uh, After Party was fun. Blackbird, Changeling, Hijack was fun. Um, Severance is there. Silo, Shrinking. Like it's got a lot of stuff. And I've just been going to Apple TV more more and more it's it's kind of a must-have now did it random side did i tell you i was on a plane with wendell pierce no funk funk of course i saw him on broadway recently that guy's oh amazing yeah. i was i was boarding a flight to this was in the summer i was boarding flights to new orleans how, how did that make you feel <laughs> that's well i don't because like i work in events I've been yeah. around like some famous people. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. at all trying to sound cool or anything like that. No, but of course not. I don't necessarily get starstruck a lot yeah. because it's like you just kind of you see it and kind of you're like, I'm just working. It's cool. I'll just talk to you. Of course, of course. That when I saw him and I was behind him getting on the plane, uh -huh. it was like when Ken Griffey <laughs> Jr. was at an event I did where <laughs> I just I couldn't talk and I just was like, oh. I couldn't do anything. I was like, I wanted to say something to him. I wanted to get a picture, but I just was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep. And I think I just nodded at him at one point, and that that's, was the best I could do. That's so good. That's so yeah, good. I love that the pairing of Ken Griffey Jr. and Wendell Parrish. That, that that's some good taste you have, there, Ryan. Yeah. I, I get that. that. That was those were the two. Yep. And I uh, apologize if you hear in the background my dog's just like throwing his Kong around the house. Oh, that's fine. What's your dog's name again? <laughs> Benny. Benny, Benny, keep it together for us, Benny. He's he's he's, he's so cute. I love seeing the he's, pictures. He's though. trying his best. He'll be eleven months old in two days. And he's still a youngin. He's still he's, he's seven, got that seven, 70 pounds. <laughs> wow, he's getting big. He's still got that young young energy. Um, yeah. my number seven is Barry. It could have been much much higher, um, especially considering it is the the last of it. I'm 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 sad about it, but I think they did the right thing. It was time. You know, it was fun. It was. You know, what we get out of it is we see what Bill Hader is capable of as an artist, as an actor, as a filmmaker. I just, I think he's got, that kid's got a bright future, if you, yeah. if you ask yes. me. The show, really, it took so many chances um, and it pushed some boundaries and I just never knew what I was going to get. There was times where I, I watched an episode and I'm like, and some of my favorites now, and I'm like, I don't even know how that made me feel, made me feel awkward. I'm not sure if I liked it. And, you know, now I revisit it and I just absolutely love it. They, you know, gave us some amazing characters. Noho Hank is a hero. It's one of my favorite characters on TV I've ever, ever happened. You know, Anthony Kerrigan crushed that role. Got a great role for Henry Winkler in Gene. Stephen Root was good in it. Um, I mean, I think one of the funniest things I've seen on TV, and it was pretty gruesome, was the... Uh, it was Fred Armisen was guesting there was a prison scene shootout 
and it's just i watched it today actually it's episode it's season four episode three and it's just one of the most insane things i saw on television all year beery was just absolutely uh a triumph of a show i think it's something people are going to think about and look back at and kind of just look at it and say wow for years to come it's just they they did it they really yeah. really especially when you know who knows what the next five years are gonna be like for bill Hader. Yeah. but you imagine he's on like an upward trajectory totally. where you're just like i'm just excited to see what this dude does next yeah. that i feel like once he starts having like you look at his career in context you're gonna be like shit dude and then he just dropped barry out of the gate yeah. he went from like snl to like barry yeah. i think it's just gonna be you give that one some runway it's gonna be crazy absolutely he has he's i mean i've heard him talk about um filmmaking and he's, he has aspirations and the reason he actually got into it he didn't really get into the business because of comedy it's because of his love of film and yeah. some of the greatest auteurs of all time and so if that's something that he's trying to emulate and, and go towards like who who knows you know the sky is the ceiling that's that's yeah. what we've seen i didn't think so I, I thought he was a genius comedian beforehand but now i just think he's a genius yeah, he, he is also a genius comedian, yeah. but he's also apparently a super cool filmmaker, like a yeah. tour style guy. Like, it just I looked see. all good. Another scene I could think about is the um, there was a motorbike chase scene in it that's just crazy, and it just looks like you can picture it on on the big screen. It's really, yeah. really, really amazing. What's um what's your number seven? Um, I think you should leave season three. Oh, cool. Again, thinking of the like you like with traveling and stuff like that there's like that was such an easy thing to watch when traveling i am just i have not seen season three i'm making a note right now awesome just, what else you like um well just like you know the zip line sketch where like it's the, the bachelor spinoff mm -hmm. where, where he's basically like you just like the zip line the dot carmine's doggy door huh. where like how, what he does in three and a half minutes i think is amazing how he'll start at one place and next you know he's talking about something totally out and he, he gets so upset and so angry and so frustrated and stuff like that mm -hmm. um like there's another one it didn't get as much uh traction i think because i don't think he's in it so i but it's a um, wrestler park where um his buddy i can't remember the guy's name but it was richard from veep oh yeah yeah he's the great he, did, yeah, he, works the he did, worked on the show detroit with him right yeah, yeah the guy did basically like this guy, he has a beautiful park that's perfect for like weddings and stuff like that. But also because of how the surface is, mm. wrestle, wrestlers really like wrestling. <laughs> and so he's getting upset that like wrestlers are making a fucking mess of my park. I'm getting so upset. And it's just so like, it's just in these short little bursts, like episodes are like 18 minutes long or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's just like, they're just so rewatchable. And then they you create memes and like reactions mm. and stuff. I just just keep doing it, Tim Robinson. I love I love how the world has seemed to gravitate it to his weird sense of humor because it's yeah. different. Yeah. It's different, but people get it. It's cool. Yeah, and it's just like this like idea of just the angry, frustrated white dude. Yeah. Who just like can't handle things. Yeah. It's, it's just great. It's, it's it's just awesome. It is awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Great, great pick. I love that. Uh, roll it right down to number six. Uh, this is where I had Barry. Oh, cool. Great. Barry, I'd love to hear you talk about it a little. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like, no one does incredibly tense black comedy better yep. than Bill yep. Hader. Yeah, And I true. think 
um the idea of just like where was this season even gonna go mm-hmm. like what were they gonna do like he was in jail like each season they ended in a place where you're like how are you gonna do another how are you gonna season? dig yourself out like you absolutely how you and the fact that he just kept pulling these tricks off yep. and like you knew he was gonna escape from prison and oh cool he does it in a badass gunfight mm-hmm. like i just and then the time jump was so disorienting in just the fact it really was i'd like it now in hindsight i think it was a strong strong move but it was disorienting well it's also weird because you didn't know where in the world they were yeah Yeah. they literally just dropped a house in the middle of a field yep and this is where they live now and just the, the combination of barry totally fine with this mundane existence Sally very much not fine with this existence. Yep, very much. And just, there was one scene, I tried to find it today, but I couldn't find it, where Barry's talking about how great Lincoln was because yeah. he's on the penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, yeah. and then the Fuchs part, how Fuchs is all of a sudden like almost like a white supremacist gang leader or something now. Didn't, and then obviously the NoHo Hank stuff, how they just made him so sympathetic and you cared about him. And yeah, I love him. I you, truly love yeah. him. Like you felt bad when he had to basically sacrifice Cristobal. Yeah. But then like two episodes before where they were giving their sales pitch at David Buster's mm. and just how they were doing it. Just, <laughs> yeah. It was just very, it was a lot like they would just, it would be some of the most serious, intense shit you'd see. But they could do it in a way that there'd be once or twice an episode where it was just fucking hilarious. Absolutely, but yeah, the, com- the comedy was cutting too, and it was it was yeah. it was very very welcome because it was it was a really 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 intense uh, intense show. Uh, I also so- think go on. Sorry, really quickly. I think no, of course. thinking about it, it was another example. Of this year, we lost a lot of good shows, but so many of them just fucking crushed the finales. Yes, and that was another one that just yep. nailed it. It nailed it. Wanted it to end. That's Definitely. Perfect. Yeah, that's everyone. what the things like you know you can lament some of these endings and then like then you see it and you see how how they pulled it off and you're like yeah you know you you trust the showrunner you you yeah. did it it's, you yeah. you stuck the landing instead of I would rather even though it's tough to lose some of these shows I'd rather uh, brevity and just get it right than just anything dragging on it's always yes. a shame when something really special goes on that's um, the that's the conversation we have here at the house yeah. when your shows end almost yeah. every time. It's like, yep. oh, I'm bummed that it's over, but I'm like, yeah, but I'm glad. Like, leave with me wanting more. Totally. Absolutely. Always. Yes. Always. I'd rather do that. Yep. My number six, that's where I had Righteous Gemstones. And you mentioned the landing. The series finale, this season finale of the Righteous Gemstones was so good. And it tied up everything that they decided to, all the plot lines that they decided to bring forward in this season. They tied it up so good. It could have been the series finale of the whole thing. It was just, it was just, it landed so perfectly. Um, it's, I mean, it's definitely one of the best ensemble cast on TV up there with Secession. And I actually love the parallels that people talk about between the two shows <laughs> of the Secession of of the whole thing. Um, you're right about Danny just being his hilarious and, you know, doing something each week that that really gets you. But Edie Patterson as, um, as Judy, <laughs> I just, I just, she, I mean, all of her um, throughout the season, not saying a lot with how good this, this cast is. It's just, it's such a fun show. 
the comedy's great. They take you to different places. It's it's big. It's it's just wild what they do. It's kind of and also if you were to look at it deep and you don't have to, it is a weird satire of privilege and and kind of um you know, we're seeing a lot of people right now who kind of want to rule the country just by whatever their moral code is. And it is, I mean, they are, it is kind of like that, that, you know, the, the power people, the, the religious power people who just like, this is, this is the way the world should be. And we have the money and we have the means and we have the privilege. Let's, let's do it. And, you know, I mean, cause I see, yeah. I see on like, um, on, uh, on the social media, sometimes these big churches doing these big, you know, in the South doing these big rock shows and people will yeah. be like, righteous gemstones is a documentary. <laughs> it's not, yeah. you know, it's, there's a, there's, there's a thing out there where, where these churches just are doing these wild things. It's not that crazy yeah. what they're doing, no. you know, and they're, they're not paying taxes and it's going large, going large. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a show though. I, and oh. just another great, I, I, and like I said, they, they, they seem to wrap it up. I'm so glad there's more. Let's go. Let's keep going. Yeah, why not? If they want to keep doing it, like you're not on any sign of you're not on any kind of like time schedule. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he just I mean he gets he just chills in Charleston now. They're all down in Charleston whenever they're ready, whenever they write a new one. I love that he's created a little um epicenter of 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 television making in in that area. That's really cool. It shows that I mean you know, if you if you have the people around you and, and the means, you can you can do this stuff anywhere, and it's cool. I love I love different stories in different parts of the world. It's it's it's, it's I mean, there's one we're going to talk about soon where we learned about a place, uh, Oklahoma, I'll say, where where I've never actually seen many many shows there. I'll roll right from my six to my five. Number five uh, for me uh, was Jury Duty. I thought it was the surprise of the year. Uh, I didn't see it coming. I don't think any of us did. It turned out to be, it's kind of messed up in its premise, you know, kind of toying with someone in that way, but it did work out. It was ultimately super heartwarming. They scored so, so big in the casting of um, Ronald for this. You know, they actually got, a, I'm sure they worked t- to get to that point and to have him be it. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it was such a gem to have such a good person there who really, really cared about other people. And it, ultimately became super heartwarming because of that. Was it hilarious the whole time? Absolutely. And, uh, and then, and, you know, Madsen was incredible. We had a big, big turn from, from him, which is <laughs> great. Uh, you know, they, it's, it's a show that put freebie on the map. I don't know if it's still on the map, but you know what it's, I mean, did you watch it? You watched it, right? Yeah, I've watched parts of it. Yeah. It's definitely, um, definitely worth your time. It's that's another yeah. one. It's escapism. It's you know it makes you think a little bit because they are messing with him. He does. He really doesn't know what's going on. And you know that's a lot when yeah. you're playing with some of the emotions that to that level. But all in all, it worked out in this case, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, from what I've seen, I've enjoyed it. And stuff. I think it's just one of those I just forget about. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not popping up on like. When you, I mean, you're not going to freebie often. I, I routinely forget let freebie exist. Yeah, exactly. My, my apologies to freebie. Yeah. Sorry. I don't. I don't. It's like you and Tubi. I think is another yeah. one. It's, yeah. like, it's like you're just making up names at this point. I right? see. I know. I sometimes I see on the subway. I see different um, channels like that. There's other ones too. They're like, yeah. and like some of them like have. There's like a Ben Winshaw movie on one of them, and like, I'm like, he's a big actor, and I'm like, how these these. Yeah. How how does someone just comes up? I wanted I want to have I want to have a streaming service and just does yeah, it. I, I have a streaming it. service. It's called Juju. Juju. Yeah. It's yeah. great. It's awesome. The name. Where, where do where do I find it? You don't. It finds. Where's you. Where's the hat? They pick these silly names out of too. What the What is happening there? Right. 
Give me your number five, Ryan. Uh, the Last of Us. Oh, cool. Um, Good show. And at this point in the list, it's like there's like slivers in between these shows, yeah, but no doubt. I just think The Last of Us was, I mean, the the outbreak scene in the premiere was probably the most exciting thing I saw on television. Yeah. yeah. It's up, I mean, up there with like the episode when Logan died in succession. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but just how they did, and it, I like how they put you in the truck when yep. they're like driving around. And I thought Pedro the cold opening out. to start was amazing too. To kind yes. of introduce the idea, yeah, yeah. And then the uh, the cold opening, and I think it was the second or third episode where it was like how where it started from like yeah. India or something. Yeah. It was just like just it was really good. It was like a one big trust exercise too, yeah. Because like you knew it was good, and I didn't know the video game, but I know HBO, and I know like I, I for the most part I trust what they're doing, but I just wasn't sure where the show was going. Yeah, you got you trust. Like, Craig Mazin earned a little trust yeah. before that too, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I just felt like it was like a trust exercise. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where they go in the next season. Yeah. Because. My man Joel definitely has a little lie that he's sitting on. That's not great. He he really does. And so that's that's never great. Not good. Nope. Um, but no, I just I thought that show was like a revelation. Uh, yeah. It's like, let's do it. This is just, and it's it was tight. There was not a lot of like filler. Then like cool, let's throw in a cool bottle episode yeah. with Nick Offerman and Murray and the. That'll make you have all sorts of feelings. And, yeah. 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 No, that's it. Was uh, it I rewatched was, it again recently, and there, there's little fat. I love the whole thing. I really did. Yep. And then it's like you forget that it's a zombie show, and then every once in a while, it's like, oh, there's one. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a bigger one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Now there's one coming out of the the street. Um, yeah. that's not good. Um, yep. it's yeah, special. No, I'm excited for that show to come back. Yeah, I I can't I can't wait. Number four, Ryan. Uh, poker face. Oh, cool! I didn't know it'd be on your list. Um, it was a late entry because we actually just played it cool it. when I was talking about it. I like this and yeah. sitting at number four. This is great. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like, we kept forgetting about it that it existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freebie and poker face, two things yep. that just kind of we kept forgetting about. Um, but I then like we'd watch it and we'd be like, oh shit, we love this show. I and to your point, like you were making about like the um. The serialization of it, like the episode, yeah, week. Yep. It was kind of like fun and refreshing in a way. I agree. Of like, mm-hmm. it was like she just kind of dropped into this random town, and the, how the story, like the mystery, unfolded was so clever and fun. Mm-hmm. And then how like she'd show up fifteen minutes in, and you're like, oh shit, she's right next to the people, and yeah. like the the guest stars that they'd come in, like the ringers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I frequently forgot why she was on the run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like all of a sudden, you're like, wait, why is Benjamin Bratt here? Yep. Who does he yep. work for? What's yep. going on? And then, like, we're watching the finale. I'm like, oh, I don't remember what's happening here. <laughs> Some, someone, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what happened uh, with Brody? Adrian Brody? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I was like, oh, he was in this show. <laughs> but like, again, partly is that like the fact that we'd watch an episode and then forget about it for like six weeks. But I like it was just a fun, refreshing show mm-hmm. that was just smart and clever. Yep. Um, uh, Natasha Leone 
I don't know if I love her or I'm annoyed by her or I can't tell if I think her hair is cool or if it's a lot. Um, I don't know if I like her voice or I don't like her voice. It's like there's so many complicated feelings about it. Um, but I think she's also really good in that show. Right. Just, it's a great, I'm happy they're doing a second season. It's yep. the first thing I Googled when I, we finished it. Because yep. um, it could have been a one season and I yeah. wasn't fine with that too. That's fine. I have plenty of other stuff to watch. Totally, totally. You yeah, know? it's it's hard to lament the loss of a show with with what what I know is a, you know a little little break due to um you know the strike and everything. But I mean, they just yeah. these. I mean, the people who own these stream these mainstreaming networks, not freebie, they have all the money in the world and all the money yeah. in the world, and they they do seem intent on putting it into these streaming services and into the entertainment industry as a whole. It's hard to be like, oh, this sucks for losing something when you're just going to have to, you know, yeah. it's the responsibility of watching all these others to keep up. I just, yeah, I'm like, look, I just wrote gold on my notes because apparently I'm going to watch gold later. You got to watch gold. Got to yeah, watch gold. You know, and then Jerry, it's like, yep. it's, even with the strike, we still have this like deluge of like. Absolutely. They, 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 they're, they're still holding. Um, my number four is Reservation Dogs, and I was talking about Oklahoma earlier. Uh, it's I hate to see it go. This this one, as good as a day ended up, and everything was perfect. I I just it, this one's tough to see go. It feels really brief. I I, I love spending times with these kids. They're um, not just the kids. I mean the 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 embattled. Um, you know, uh, uh, cop, the single mom, like they, there's a lot, a lot of people who spend time with, but like these kids, it's just, you know, I fell in love with them. And, and just when they had wins, it felt so, so good. Um, you know, they touched on social issues in, in a major way, kind of like the long shadow of like genocide and mass displacement, but it wasn't hitting you over the head with it. It, it just, it, it was, it was just there it was looming. Cause it was real. That's, that's, that's their experience. And, the representation here mattered, but it was just so clever. It was different each each episode. Just I didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, I loved like the surrealism that would keep trickling into it. You know, and what it meant, whether it's the dear lady and kind of where she ended up with the boarding school. Um, it just it's an awesome show. I think I've talked about it every year. We've talked about best shows. I brought it up. Because I want people, I, there's a lot of people in my life who haven't seen it. And I'm like, there's a gem sitting out there waiting for you. If you haven't yet out there and are listening, just give it a go. I promise you, it might take a second to get into. It's worth your time. Three seasons of greatness are out there. They just wrapped it up. And I absolutely loved it. It was great. It's, it's so good. I agree. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard, 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 I agree. Hard stop. I agree. Right there. Sign. Yeah. What's your What's your number three? Reservation Dogs. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it, I don't. Is there a Hulu way to do it without commercials? I'm sure there's like a Hulu Plus or some shit like that. Yes, there there is. There is definitely. I don't have that. Yep. So, <laughs> um, I did have to get past. The fact that it would be tough to watch because I was like, oh, I have to sit through like these two minute commercial breaks. Annoying. Yep. Um, but the first two seasons of Res Dogs, I liked. Yeah. In love, I liked. And then so then the third season, I was like, I wasn't a priority. Uh-huh. And you keep hearing about how great it is and how the finale was so great. At a certain point, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I started watching it. As the season went on, I just felt like more and more in love with it. And the more 
one episode will be followed by me immediately watching the next one. This makes me happy. Hell yeah. Because, because I was catching up to it. Mm-hmm. I loved uh, the parallels between mm-hmm. the young kids and the elders and how yeah. they really drove that home and how this whole, so much of like the power of community is like cyclical and how like this works because of who your people are around you and stuff like that. And like the bonds, I thought the the Ethan Hawke dad episode mm-hmm. was just fantastic. It's one of the best episodes of the year. No question. It was, just, it was so like easy and just enjoyable to watch. And you kind of, and just the fact that like how, um, Laura, Lorna, yeah, yeah, um, how like she like opened up more throughout mm-hmm. the episode to the point where, and I could be making this up, but I'm pretty sure she ended up buying her dad's truck. Yeah, yeah, which I yeah, that's right. Super- I'm a little. Um, I think you watched it more recently than me. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, I think it was such a cool little moment. You did because they didn't like in the finale when she's packing up. I'm like, oh shit, she that truck. And then you're like, because I don't like fun because it lets your mind go and that like, oh, they're still talking to each other and like, that's great. Like they have this little relationship and how like Willie Jack was amazing. Yes. And how she found her place in the community and she's and even Bear to an extent was like, no, I'm good. Like this idea of just you found your place. And I I love the elders. I love it. It was just one of those shows you're like, ah, shit. And like, yeah, when it ended, I was happy with how it ended. And again, this is up there with Barry as just finales that just nailed it. Um, I think it works as a three because it was so tight. And I think that the point was that like the power of community. So they they needed to like leave to then come back to understand like where Mm -hmm. things were. So it's like, I don't, and I'm sure you could figure out where to go in a season four, but no doubt. But I think in terms of like a show, like, no, like this was like your, this was your bell. This is like, you're here, like you're just, you don't want to be here. You don't want to, and then you leave and you realize the place I want to be is the place I didn't want to be. So, um, I just, I thought it was great. I thought like the the one throwback scene to the seventies where it was like native American dazed and confused. Awesome. Awesome. It's just incredible. Yep. I didn't I kept I kept having to like Google like the character because I kept losing track of like the names and stuff like that. Um I just it was just a beautiful show. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful show. I love what you just said about the point of it. I think you're absolutely right. Sometimes you do. You do gotta get away. You know, you don't know what you got till you're gone, type of thing. The power of community and, and what that means to to individuals. It's it's it was all there. It's it's yeah. beautiful, it was fun, it was different. It does one, another one of those shows you never knew what to expect and you never knew where the laughs were going to come from you know it was yeah. it was just clever like, the bench that they had like you mentioned big the cop like he was great it was great um like the mom's friends like just the the, the two little dudes on the bike scooters <laughs> like they just how they're they just, perfect like, comic relief throughout the whole thing yeah yeah like how are they were able to just pull these different levers yeah. and then obviously the spirit guide was great um junk shop gang yeah i just it was just so well done and i'd like i think you know i don't i don't know how involved taco wahidi was in it you know he's kind of said it is more the other guy did a lot of stuff in it but you can see a lot of 
his, his spirit's in there and, and yeah. definitely I mean, he has a native background too and, and yeah. so he has experiences with that with that as well and i know that like his star isn't as bright as it may have been a year yeah. or two ago but i think the fact that he was able to shepherd something like that through is definitely it's a big win in the win column for him yeah. absolutely if we're, if we're keeping score on takawahiri we are much. we yeah, we, sure. we must we must certainly yeah. are and he's, yeah Doing, he's doing very well. I, I, yeah. I'm even, I even want to see his uh, new soccer film. I don't even know if it's in theaters anymore. I bet you, I bet you that's got a lot of heart in it, too. It it's, does. I mean, yeah. I, I wanted to see that as well. And yeah. I still and, st- Thor Ragnarok was awesome. Absolutely. I'm reading a book just because he said it's called Clear Out in the Sun. I'm reading it because he said he's adaptating it right now. And I need to be ahead of that one. So that's okay. it. Yeah, it should be fun. So- so we are keeping score on we're, keep, we're keeping we're okay. dead series dead series about this right. um, so we're waiting into the you just waited us into the top three um the top three for me they kind of they kind of stand in a league of their own uh in my estimation number three is uh you already talked about it the last of us um the amount of heart in the show was so unexpected to me and um i i did i know i've talked about this on this program but i mean i came in um, there was that trust that you spoke about and that, that was definitely there, but there's also this thing, I don't love zombie shows. I've kind of been off put by them throughout the years and, and, you know, some have done it better than others. I've liked some season of zombie shows. I like some zombie movies, but it's not my things. I question the idea of video games such like this, like a first shooter while I'm moving through. I didn't know the whole story, but there's a little bit of skepticism about it being IP for something that's for such highbrow television. But again, there is that trust from the showrunners. You know, the you know HBO always dominates our list. I'm, I hope that continues. I'm, there's a there's a little break break in their yeah. excellence right now that I don't don't like. Um, maybe the best that maybe the, I have it like probably my second best episode of the year um, is is uh, Long Long Time, which you talked about with Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman. That just that just on it just that that's it kills me. I'm thinking about it. I'm on a well up and even. Left Behind was a, another one of the best episodes of the world. That's where Ellie and Riley spend time together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, I mean, that's unbelievable. It's just, it's, it's, and, and you mentioned how you were excited for coming back. I'm not sure I'm more excited for any show to come back. I can't wait to see what happens in the second, second season of this. I just, it's, I don't know when it is. I, I don't know if they've pushed it like they've pushed many of their shows to 2025, but I, I just, I can't wait to see where it's going. I can't wait to see what, what happens. That little secret you're talking about. I was in awe of the show. I absolutely yeah. loved The Last of Us. They, that, that's my number three. I, um, I, it, there's a world, if the other two, and I, I'm starting to sense that me and you are kind of going to be on the same page with yeah. what's going on moving forward. But there's a world where that's, that's even higher. Um, these other two are just such, had such elite seasons. Um, and uh, it just, it, Last of Us was super, super special. It was a delightful, delightful surprise. And one, one more thing about it, and, and just to echo what you said, there were so many times I forgot it was a zombie show in the best way. And that, because it wasn't, that's not, that was, that's the setup for the stories within the stories that, they, that, that you know, were, were about humanity and how we, how our relationships uh, would be affected by something like this and, and what it means to have someone in when, you know, hell is, when hell is erupting around you, what it means to have someone have your back. It's, it's, yeah. that stuff's beautiful, you know? Yeah. Um, so 
We got two more. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get us going. Um, my number two is the bear, and it could have okay. easily been number one. I'm curious to see where it lands on yours. I'm sure it lands on yours. I think. Um, uh, but the pressure of a season two with a show that was so critically acclaimed and loved out the gate in season one. There's a lot, you know, like and, and just like. The way I'm thinking about it, like, can they live up to it? Can they live up to it? They more than lived up to it. They yeah. did what, you know, just the, the, that thing where they, they, you know, after you have the first season where you get to know the group, then they take the time to let you know, know the individuals even more. There's, there's excursions on their own, a little more backstory. Um, uh, just the, the, it's got the episode of the year in my mind. Fishes was just like, it's just, I can't get over what happened in that episode. And yeah. you did get that thing where you got the surprise casting, um, throughout the show. But I mean, especially in that episode with Jamie Lee Curtis and Bob Odenkirk and just, it, I guess that also shows that was a, that was like an up and coming show flexing its muscles, being able to yes. get those sort of things. But then, you know, we also saw Olivia Coleman in like the smallest of roles later on in, um, what forks episode yeah. uh it just it was phenomenal they 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 absolutely crushed their second season and um it's 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 it was it was a work of art almost each week or not week i mean you could just watch it one after another yeah. when it was released but yeah. the bear season two has my number two what's your number two uh succession yep um succession again perfect finale the decision to have logan die yeah bold four episodes in was just it was it was so cool because it threw both the lives like the roy family like through like a loop yeah. but then also through us as like viewers through mm -hmm. a loop because you're like so then no one knew what to expect and i just I just I thought that was so exciting how it went through things and you just didn't know what was going on and just how people changed and like the different like every week someone was on the come up. It's yeah. like, oh Kendall's ascending this week. Oh no, he fucked up. Or like, oh now Roman. I just that was another one where you didn't want it to end, but yep. it seemed like a perfect place, like, nope, this is where the plan's gonna land. You could have just kept on going. Could have definitely. I mean, um, the, I think didn't it show the fact that um, you know, with Logan's passing, they were able to pick up the pieces so, you know, so brilliantly yeah. and keep going. I mean, these showrunners. I mean, Jesse Armstrong's like he's so gifted. There's no way they couldn't keep this going. But how many times do you want to see, you know, Kendall fall on his face or like just yeah. these people go? You know, it just it was. In hindsight, it really feels the right decision. It's a tough one. It's a tough one though. It was, not, and I would if. If they if they wanted to, it's yeah. up to them. It's up to them, obviously. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> um, if they wanted to do a "Where Are They Now?" episode, yeah. Yeah. like if you want to flash forward a couple of years, yeah. like Parks and Rec, I think did like they flash forward like twenty years, yeah. or whatever. Sure. I just want to know what Kendall's up to. Is he okay? You know, Roman. What the hell is he doing? Shiv and Tom, like, and their like demon spawn baby. Yeah. Like it's just, I I would be if they did some sort of prologue. Would is be, is yeah. Tom still uh, at the head of the company? I'm I'm not seeing it. You know, I'd like to know. I I mean, I think he totally is. If he's not even higher, I don't know. Yeah. Is, Mad <laughs> yeah. is, is Madsen still alive? Like yep. I know, Mad Madsen was such an amazing 
addition. In addition, like it's like a, an agent of chaos. Yeah, it's a lot to walk into that amazing cast and just to yeah. have that sort of effect and, and have that feel. And how he like how Skarsgård did it, I thought was incredible. Like, yeah. and I just tense it, confidence. Yeah. Oh man, it was such a good show. Like, it was it ended in such like a like you needed like a break afterwards. Yeah, done. Really yeah. Cool. it was a tra- it, it was a tragedy. It was it, it wasn't pretending to be anything different. It is my number yeah. one. Is is as is not surprising at this point. I mean, it was it's just like the modern day goat. I've never seen, you know, uh, it recently like more of a water cooler show. It was something like. Yeah. Just like people were talking about, people were watching it. I initially I was even surprised how much I was liking it. Was just how terrible these people are, and just it just. But they were just fascinating, and the dynamic was fascinating, and the writing was funny. It was it was funny in a different way. So, I mean, this is this is the show that gave us Kendall's rap. This is the show that gave us Bore on the floor. This is the show, you know, that gave us the. Um, you know, the, the dick pic scene, you know, like that, that. I mean, I think about just even the, the yeah. conclusion of it, the whole thing, that final thing, James Cromwell having that speech about his brother and just like just the uncertainty at the end, what was the back and forth? There's like there was a tension. And I mean, we got Tom and we got Greg and just all, the, all these gifts. It's just it's it's unbelievable what they did. I'm so, so glad for that show. It's, it's rewatch value, even episodically is through the roof. I'll just, I'll get bored sometimes. And I'll be like, think of an episode, think of a scene, throw it on and it hits. They really, this is, this is, this is one of the greats. This is really is one of the greats. That's right. That's why I had to celebrate it. Number one. I think it's interesting to think about because like the, one of the, the easy things to say with succession is that like, oh, you had to give it a couple episodes yeah. to get into it. And I feel like that makes it almost a rarity among these like top shelf shows mm-hmm. in that, you know, the wire for, you were pretty much into it right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there was like that opening scene with snot boogie and it's just like kind of, <laughs> kind of brought you right in yeah. or um, even game of Thrones. Like they literally, like, they push brand out the window in the first episode. You're like, oh, <laughs> shit. They're not, while like the two, you know what I mean? Like they're not messing around. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Mad Men's premiere, but I'm sure it probably had a serial like another moment. But I think yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think it took me much time to wade into that show at all. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Breaking Bad, like you right at the jump, you're like, this show's insane. Yeah, the premise was in. Yeah. Um, where I feel like so I think Succession is a little bit of an anomaly in that sense that like it was a little bit of a slower burn, mm-hmm. and then once you got cooking, you were just like, nah, man. Yeah. Like you just, I want more of these terrible, terrible people. Yeah. 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 So, I'm, but now again, you know, kind of like you mentioned, the star rising for uh, Bill Hader. I mean, Jesse Armstrong, uh, he can do whatever in the world he could ever want. I mean, I'm sure he could have, anyways, with the success of some of his other work, but I can't wait to see what's on, uh, what, what he decides to do now. I mean, he showed, he showed that he was even a better showrunner and better writer and had, had more sense of what's funny and interesting and, and kind of like his viewpoint on what was going on in America was always so interesting. And the fact yeah. that they brought elections into it and like a fake Fox news into it and everything like that. And just kind of, you know, and it just, there were so many different pieces that worked for it in, 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 in a fascinating, fascinating way. And at the end of the day, it was, I just think it's, it's so funny too. I, I think, yes. I think as much of a tragedy as it was and how intense some of these scenes are, when I think about it now, I just think about all the humor that was littered throughout it. And it just, it's, that's, that's kind of a huge takeaway from it. And I didn't expect that at all. Bring us home by telling us what you loved about the bear season two, which you have at number one. 
I just, I mean, you talked a lot about it, but I think, I think one of our questions, concerns, areas of intrigue last year on this time was like, what does the bear do next? You know, you just cry. Like, I don't, I don't know how you do that again. Yeah. And I think that they did the thing that so many of these good shows do in that they branched out in the right ways, you know, and this is, yes. you know, whereas, so then like, okay, with Ted Lasso, they branched out in the wrong ways, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't, I think that's fair. They, like that was, I thought that was an interesting contrast and in that like the bear, because they made you care about like these different side characters. It's like, cool. I'll go to Amsterdam with Marcus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was his name. Um, or even like Richie, the Forks episode, which I actually liked Forks better than Fishes. Did you really? Yeah. Just because I, I it's no people. Have, I'm seeing that places. Yeah. And I'm all you know. I'm a big proponent of personal growth. Yeah. <laughs> and just like I just think how Richie changed in that episode, and I'm a how big like proponent of personal growth. <laughs> you know, like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way they showed him like how his his view of the whole like he was so upset that he didn't have to do that yeah and then how like even like the the change of how he woke up every day yep yep was so incredible and then i mean that the taylor swift singing scene amazing i just i showed it to my daughter who's a big taylor swift fan and explained to her why i liked it so much Ah, nice because i was trying to say i was like damn because like you have these moments where like shit like just clicks for you whether it's professionally or personally, and you just like, you're just firing at all cylinders. And sometimes it's like, you have that music and you have that moment where you're just singing at the top of your lungs because mm-hmm. everything just makes sense. Absolutely. You know? And that's what that moment was. And I was so happy for him yeah. to feel that. And then how it carried on into the other episodes where he's like, like in the last episode where it was chaos, and he's like, no, I got this. He totally had it. Dude. And just, he did a little thing where he turned the desk around and he just, you're like, oh shit, Richie, like he wears. And you believed he could yeah. because he changed. I, I, you know, yeah. I always think the idea that so many kind of um, perpetuate that, that people can't change. I just, I don't buy, I believe people can change. People have the capacity to change. And it's interesting to see art or television movies just show, show that that is possible on people. And, and, you know, it's yeah. just, it, you know, that idea that people can't change it's kind of some cop out that makes you not want to believe in people or help people or like get, you know, help pick people up because people can, people can. And it's cool. It was cool to see. I mean, yeah. don't, it's not something we love in movies and televisions, full on transformations. It's something yeah. that is special. And, and, and we saw that here. And I think it's, it's finding like what makes people click. Yeah. You know, like that's how it is. And like, maybe they don't have these big moments of change, but mm. they, you find ways to pull out the positives in them, like give them some more purpose, you know, like, you know, Richie still like has his sharp edges and stuff like that. I need Richie to have those sharp edges. Richie got to be Richie sometimes. Yeah. But Richie also found some purpose when that's what he was looking for. That's what he was lacking. Yeah. And I just think, and then I can't remember the, the, uh, the sous chef's name or whatever it is, not, um, the main girl's, chef and I, mm-hmm. I i can't remember names i'm terrible the older yeah. woman who like, went to cooking remember. school yeah i know you're the, talking like, about yeah the other great. one who went to cooking school yep. like i just in her relationship 
I just thought that that show did what you want these shows to do in a second season is that they built this community mm-hmm. and they did the whole world building thing, which is something yeah. that like that idea I think really came into play with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. This whole idea of like world building and stuff. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. And they did it in such a great way. And I think where like they did it in all the ways that Ted Lasso just didn't do a good job of world building. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. that they made you care and they want they branched out and they showed you why these people are why they are. Like that's why Fishes was so good because you saw so much relationship and why like different like why these people have these issues. Yeah. Yeah, I just I love the bear. Again, I'm excited the the soundtrack for the bear. Amazing. If they I mean if there's like a music festival that is just the soundtrack. Just just the bass on the bear. Like you you're like you're getting me out of the house. I'm going. That's great. Um I just it it was just an amazing experience. There's a triumph. The food looked great and I like it. I like it. It was awesome. There, absolute triumph of a season. Yeah. Choice. I, I figured we'd be kind of meeting meeting together at the end, and and just because because yeah. these they're just so good. This well, such, it's funny because so it's good. a lot like, for lack of a better phrase, it's a lot of with all these lists. It's a lot of just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Sure. And that's so oh. many. So many of them have some combination of Reservation Dogs, Succession, and the Bear, and yeah. one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just how they've all been placed. Yep. In different ones. And then there's some like wild cards here and there. But I think for the most, I think I was like reading us Steppenwall had his Alan Steppenwall had his list. Yep. And I feel like he had the reservation dogs, succession mm-hmm. and bear, the bear, I think. But I think for the most part, I think it as much as ever we can have a group think, a consensus. Yep. yep. That's kind of where everyone's at. Yeah, great is great. We all, yeah. you know, we all, we all, we all, we all recognized it. It's, yeah. it's, I, we're not wrong. <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not wrong here. Yeah, and it's fun. It's, it's. I mean, it's as much as like that. That 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 top of the the pyramid was is something we could all agree on. It's just it is amazing because when you're going through this and kind of conceiving these lists and thinking about the year, there was we were gifted with so much. I think about just. Different performances. Justin Theroux in White House Plumbers is something. That was one of my yes. favorite performances of the year. Dominique Fishback yep. in Swarm. I loved Elizabeth Olsen in Love and Death. Rachel Weiss in um, Dead Ringers. There was just a lot of goodness that we can't even really touch on. And But what's um, what I think about kind of as the year ends and, and you look back, I mean, we're saying goodbye to some series classics that we did celebrate here today yes. in this episode with that, whether it's Secession Maisel, Maisel's finished now. Yes. Lasso's finished. Barry, Res Dogs. These are some. These are some really special shows that have been with us for a while, and I'm glad we got to celebrate them here to close out the year. Any uh, any closing thoughts on the year in television or or anything like that? No, I mean, yeah, we lost some heavy hitters, but yeah. then it's like you're like fun to see who's going to step in and like yeah. be the next wave. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we. Uh, I'm sure we'll 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 be getting together hopefully and and kind of looking at what's what's to come in the next yeah. year. That was something Can't we did. So thanks for doing this with me, Ryan. I really, I always look forward to this episode and seeing what you got. You definitely came with a curveball or two, which I expect from you, and I appreciate yeah. that. So thanks, thanks so much. Hey, no problem. Yep, and thank you everyone out there again for joining the party.
podcast is in the loop the legion of osiris podcasts osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love get in the loop at osirispod.com